welcome to the Think Like an Innovator podcast. I am Paul Sloan, and in each episode, I tell you the stories of great thinkers, leaders, and innovators. We explore what motivated them and the approaches they used. We do this in order to draw out some inspiration and lessons that we can profit from. The stories are based on my book, Think Like an Innovator, published by Pearson. Today, we're going to consider two great geniuses from the 20th century, two British pop stars who were great thinkers, great innovators and great musicians, David Bowie and Freddie Mercury. David Bowie was a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, record producer, arranger, painter and actor. He is rated as one of the most influential musicians of the 20th century. He continually reinvented his sound and persona, from the 1960s hippie of Space Oddity, through Ziggy Stardust, Aladdin Sane, Pierrot, Thin White Duke and into an elder statesman of soulful rock. His varied androgynous appearances influenced fashion and changed attitudes towards bisexuality. He was born as David Jones in London in 1947. He shared his birthday, January the 8th, with Elvis Presley, one of his boyhood heroes. At school he was good at art, music and dance, but not at academic subjects. He left school at 16 with just one GCE qualification in O-level art. His mother wanted him to become an electrician, but Bowie was determined to follow a career in pop music. In 1966, he changed his name from Jones to Bowie to avoid being confused with Davy Jones of the Monkees. He performed in various groups and wrote songs. His early attempts with singles and albums all flopped. He persevered and in 1969 he had his first hit with Space Oddity an acoustic ballad with a topical and sad story. He soon departed from this sound to a heavy rock style with the album The Man Who Sold the World. Many of his innovations sprang from his numerous collaborations. He acknowledged the influence of the legendary Stardust Cowboy, a Texan singer, and in particular his single Paralysed, which Bowie used as described as the most awful cacophony. However, it helped to form Bowie's first great persona, Ziggy Stardust. In the 1970s, he worked with Lou Reed and produced Reed's great hit, Transformer. He collaborated with Iggy Pop on two albums, thus launching Pop's solo career. He subsequently teamed up with Bruce Springsteen and then Luther Vandross, with whom he co-wrote the big hit, Young Americans, which launched another new style, Plastic Soul. Lou Reed, Iggy Pop, Springsteen and Van Dross all benefited from working with Bowie and went on to achieve individual success. Bowie's first US number one single, Fame, was co-written with John Lennon and Carlos Alomar. In the late 70s, Bowie moved to Berlin and joined forces with Brian Eno, formerly of Roxy Music. They incorporated Euro disco, punk and German art rock music into three landmark albums. In the years that followed, Bowie continued to explore new themes and styles. He collaborated with Nile Rodgers, Mick Jagger, Queen and even Bing Crosby. During the 70s, Bowie 
um, developed an acting career starring in Nicholas Rogue's The Man Who Fell to Earth. He created many startling music videos. In the 1980s, he became a stage actor playing the lead in The Elephant Man on Broadway. In 2006, he made a surprise return to film playing Nikola Tesla in Christopher Nolan's illusionist drama The Prestige. His final album, the critically acclaimed Black Star, which contained innovative jazz fusion elements, was released on his 69th birthday, just days before his death in 2016. What are the lessons for innovators from the the life of David Bowie? First, I would say is be promiscuous in your collaborations. Bowie did not rely on his own genius. He constantly sought fresh stimuli by collaborating with different people. Most collaborations led to innovations in style and musical direction. He could easily have cruised along simply recycling his early hits, as many ageing rock stars do. Instead, he kept looking for fresh ideas, some of which surprised and annoyed his original fans, but earned him new ones. Secondly, impose change on yourself. Keep exploring new avenues. Bowie said, I feel confident imposing change on myself. It's a lot more fun progressing than looking back. One of the lyrics from his hit song, Changes, is Turn and face the strange. Something he did many times over, and which is good advice for any would-be innovator. The song Bohemian Rhapsody was written by Freddie Mercury for Queen's 1975 album, A Night at the Opera. It broke all the rules for a popular music single release. At a time when most pop songs were simple and formulaic, Mercury's song was a complex mixture of different styles and tempos. It had six separate sections, a close harmony a cappella introduction, a ballad, a guitar solo, an opera parody, a rock anthem, and a melodic finale. It contained enigmatic and fatalistic lyrics about killing a man, and it was very long. When the band proposed to their record producers EMI that they release the songs as a signal, uh, EMI flatly rejected the idea. It was five minutes, 55 seconds in duration, and the general rule of the day was that radio stations only played items that lasted no more than three and a half minutes. So Mercury bypassed EMI, and went straight to his friend, the DJ Kenny Everett. He gave him a copy on condition that the DJ play only sections of it. There was still a concern that it was too long and complex for pop radio. Everett initially did this, but the reaction was so strong that he played the whole six minutes several times on his weekend show on Capital Radio. On the following Monday morning, hordes of fans went into music stores to buy the record, only to be told that it was not available. EMI was forced to release it, and the song that they claimed was unplayable went on to become one of their greatest hits. It was the first song to reach number one twice with the same version, in 1975 on its first release, and in 1991 following Mercury's death. It went gold in the USA, with over one million copies sold. It had a worldwide resurgence in 1992, when it featured in the film Wayne's World. Freddie Mercury first started working on the ideas for the song in the late 1960s. 
He did not write it to please customers or to follow a formula for a hit record. He wrote it as a creative piece of self-indulgent musical expression. It was fiendishly difficult to record with the equipment of the day. It was extremely risky in the nature of its composition and lyrics. Yet, in 2002, it was named by the Guinness Book of Records as the top British single of all time. Freddie Mercury was born Farouk Bulsara in 1946 in Zanzibar in East Africa, which is now part of Tanzania. His family were Parsis of Indian descent who practiced Zoroastrian religion. When he was 17, Farouk and his family fled to England to avoid a revolution in Zanzibar in which thousands of Arabs and Indians were killed. Mercury studied art at Isleworth Polytechnic on the outskirts of London. He joined a series of bands. In 1970, he met guitarist Brian May and drummer Roger Taylor. They formed a group for which Mercury chose the name Queen. At about the same time, he changed his name to, uh, to Freddie Mercury. Queen went on to become one of the most important and influential rock bands of all time. Mercury wrote many of the band's greatest hits and he proved to be a brilliant frontman on stage. Mercury composed musically intricate songs that were also huge commercial hits. He defied conventions with unconventional arrangements featuring multiple key changes, obscure chords and strange harmonies. He experimented with a range of genres including disco, dance, ragtime, opera and heavy rock. Freddie Mercury died in 1991. In the years that followed, his recognition and popularity soared. In 1992, his tribute concert was held at Wembley Stadium, London. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2001, the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2003, and the UK Music Hall of Fame in 2004. He was rated Best Male Singer of All Time in 2005 by Blender and MTV. A poll by Classic Rock in 2009 also voted him the best rock singer of all time. What insights are there from Freddie Mercury for innovators? Creative geniuses do not start by tinkering with what exists today. They do not listen to the demands of customers, bosses or critics. They start with their own revolutionary ideas and pursue them relentlessly. They do not work to the timetables, restrictions or expectations of others even their own paymasters. They create their own masterpieces in their own time. Sometimes you have to be your own best showman to promote your unorthodox ideas and creations. If you truly believe in something, give it your best performance. And finally this, when conventional channels reject your work because it is too radical, then bypass them and go straight to the customer, as Mercury did with Bohemian Rhapsody.